Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring Good Morning Amigo. Good morning, amigo. Morning, sunshine. Happy Monday to all. 3 August 2020. And this year end already. Holy Toledo. Listening to Slam Radio. Right here on Sirius XM 145. Your host, The Amigo. Coming at you for the next 3 hours and 59 minutes or so. Or 49 minutes or so. Got so much to get to. So much to talk about. Yankees sweep the Red Sox. Of course, I'm going to open with that. What else am I going to open with? Did you expect me to open with something else? Not at all. Cubby swept the Pirates. Saw that. Counted out. Definitely recovering from Hurricane Isaias. Did you happen to see my little Instagram, at Larry the Amigo? Yeah, you were on fire this weekend. Making a little fun of it. I have a more serious take that you can catch on Twitter. Um, I'm calling out the local TV stations. Enough is enough. I think it's a phenomenal what John Morales put out this You week. saw what John Morales said? In, guys, enough is enough. Um, I'm going to tell you why enough is enough, because it's not cool. And I think this is the first time in many years the public read through it. Yeah, nobody did anything. They didn't go to public. And they started saying, oh, that's because of COVID. I said, no, I think they actually finally saw through all this nonsense. There was no gas lines. There was nobody at the supermarkets. There was nobody at the, at the hardware stores. I went I to Home Depot Friday, and it was desolate. One thing is, oh, it wasn't packed. When I tell you it was desolate, there was barely anyone there. I so believe it. I, it's just. I saw, I saw it at the, at the lulls uh, around the corner because, of course, my wife fed into it. And she had fed into it from the beginning. I'm just sitting here laughing at her the entire weekend. Um, but I did the painting, the finishing painting that I had to do. It's better to be safe than sorry. Oh, absolutely. Goes, and now there's another disturbance out there. Now we can be prepared. I'm like, all right, sure. Did you see the, the spaghetti models on that? So it's nowhere near us, right? Mm-hmm. Supposedly it stops, does a U-turn, like a jig route, and then comes straight to Miami. Oh. Is this the one in the I'm middle like, or the one in the I'm outside? like, how can you, how, the one in the middle. How can you predict that? <laughs> I took a picture of it. I'll be making fun of this by Thursday. I'm convinced that there's a few spaghetti models there that are meant to manipulate. Absolutely. But I'm not going to be accusatory today. Thank God it didn't hit us. The coast, the eastern coast, might have something to say about Hurricane Isaias. Um, I did call out. I have someone that I know that would be privy to this information immediately because of his role in the county. In many years of getting updates from him, he's never been wrong. I'm sorry, he was wrong once. The one that everyone was wrong on, which mm-hmm. is, I forgot which one it was. Not George, I think it was George. Yes. I don't even remember their names after all. It was the French, it was the French hurricane. They, when it was, it's not politically correct to say it this way anymore, but back in the day, they used to call it the, the homosexual mm-hmm. storm. Because of the way you had to say George. Mm-hmm. Which was whatever. You're right, it's not PC anymore. It's not really, right? Nah, not at all. I can say it with disdain and get away with it, but I mean, I had to communicate what it was. Well, yeah, right, right. So you got away with it, but yeah, it's not politically correct. Anymore. No, not at all. Not at all. I'll tell you this. If you talk about politically correct, um, I love what Jonathan Isaac did. Did you see what he did? Yep. Didn't wear the BLM shirt, then didn't kneel down during the anthem. Feel bad, had a horrible injury. 
Yeah, I think he might have torn his ACL Saturday the next night. day. Or Sunday, but I was more disgusted by the people on, on Twitter going at him with all the, oh, that's what you get for not kneeling, blah, 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 Really? Blah, blah. They actually did that? Oh, man, I was disgusted. I, I read two or three of them, and I just had to stop. But you know what I'm saying is that those are people I use my option to block very wisely. Do you know if you do a comment like that, even if you're not in my wheelhouse, like I block you? Yeah, fine, but what so about if someone people? retweets you? They like retweets me. He can't see. Like I, that's what I do. I go, oh, don't want to hear from this idiot anymore. What about the thirty thousand likes that those comments produce? I don't know. Which is even more bothersome. I think that's where I was more annoyed by by how many people liked and retweeted it. Myers Leonard stood up for everything. You like how I said that? Mm -hmm. He stood up for everything mm -hmm. for the national anthem, for this country, for Black Lives Matter. He wore the shirt. Mm -hmm. Gosh, nobody could have said it better than that guy. Mm -hmm. Is he going to get criticized too? What the hell's wrong with people, man? You guys are soft. But see, I like what Isaac said afterwards. It's, it's not just about wearing a shirt. It's not about kneeling down. It's not any of that. You guys are soft, man. Which is the reason why he said he didn't wear it. Super duper Charmin soft. You guys are, man. Freaking Mr. Whipples out there. You guys are awful. Am I wrong in saying that? I mean, come on, Frank. Some of these people are idiots. No, I agree 100%. I look at stuff like that. I just, I'm like, are you, are you kidding me, man? I can't believe you guys actually would say that. You're pretty much, in, you're, you're pretty much are, are happy that that guy got injured mm -hmm. for saying the things that he said. And mm -hmm. then they, they had comments about it while he did it. Oh, bro, how, why is he doing that? Okay, so now everyone has to kneel. So if you're standing up now, you're gonna get you're gonna get tore up. Whenever before we were tearing up the people that were kneeling. But that's the, it's not just Twitter people in sports. No, I know. It's management. That, I'm using that as no. a platform. It's management though. Management saying too much or dumb things. Look at the New York Metropolitans this weekend. I understand that Yoani Cespedes took a little uh, "I'm out of here" route. Did the Colts in the middle of the night? Mm -hmm. Was it the Colts that left in the middle of the night? Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. I, I get it. I understand you could be upset, but so why would you put out a statement that kind of implied he was missing? That's because you're the Mets. That's because you're the Mets, because that's the only news you're going to make after you lose your fifth straight and get shut out yesterday for nothing by the Braves. How, I mean, what a terrible situation. Later it was said that he's citing the COVID reasons. He doesn't want to be around it. He doesn't feel comfortable. He's done. Shove a, they shove a thing in your nose once or twice a day to make sure you're not, you don't have this. That could get trying after a while. I'm not even, try, I'm not even trying to do it the first time. Let's mm -hmm. put it that way. Well, you're making money and it's your job. No, I get it, but I'm looking at how uncomfortable people look during those videos, and I'm like, yo, I'm not, the, I'm not about that. I'm missing that in my life. First time in 108 years there were two. There was a doubleheader played two seven-inning games. Last time that happened was 1912. And that's how we'll kick off Major League Baseball scores today from yesterday's games on August 2nd, 2020. Game one of that seven-inning twin bill. Reds over the Tigers 4-3. Iglesias with the win. Jimenez with the loss. Orioles on top of the Rays 5-1. Orioles move to 5-3. Who are these guys? Braves blank the Mets 4-0. It's the White Sox over the Royals 9-2. Twinkies, three Indians, one. Mitch Garver hits his first home run of the season. Minnesota, with a little help from the bullpen, takes them to 7-2 on the season. Cubs and Pirates go 11 innings. Javi Baez 
walk-off single in the 11th gives them a win and a sweep. Jeffress with the win for the Cubbies. Rockies over the Padres, 9-6. Rangers over the Giants, 9-5. It was the Dodgers blanking the Diamondbacks, 3-0. Dodgers now 7-3. Clayton Kershaw looked sharp in his season debut, 5 and 2 thirds for the win. Cheaters go 11. They beat the Angels 6-5. A's over the Mariners. Look, your boys won. They're now 5-4. They beat the Mariners 3-2 in that contest. In the second of that seven-inning twin bill, Reds 4, Tigers nothing. And last night, you saw it on national TV. Yankees moved to 7-1. They sweep the Red Sox. Count of 9-7. Aaron Judge hits two dongs, drives in five runs. That guy's unbelievable. Nine lead changes in that game. Yeah, that's a typical Red Sox game against the Yankees. Yankees had to come back four times. Yep. They're good at that, though. Those are your scores in Major League Baseball yesterday, August 2nd, 2020. Talking about August 2nd, 2020, Frank, you know that every year on August 2nd, I don't do too good. I sort of do not so good. Mm. So I try not to talk too much about it. But, well, he deserves to be spoken about. Only because I've realized over recent years that Thurman Munson had a profound effect on many, many, many people my age. Like, I thought I was just a coop that liked Thurman. I'm figuring out that people all over were, were nuts about this guy. Someone reached out to me, told me, I remember my mom getting the news and crying. He was the reason she was a Yankee fan. He was... Burly and he was rough and tough, but he was a badass. He was a badass. Such a badass that when his plane crashes, Frank, first thing out of his mouth, he asked if the other two guys were all right. It was his day, bro, because the other two guys got out. They tried to get him out. Uh, years later, the studies proved that he had become paralyzed upon impact. Yeah. They tried to get him out. They couldn't get him out. And... Um, and that's that. Um, it was interesting reading all the stuff that I read yesterday. That somebody went back to the two survivors and apologized. I think he was part of the, um, the investigation. And he was a, a childhood fanatic of Thurman Munson and the Yankees. And out of nowhere, he went to them to apologize. And they looked at him and he goes, I have to apologize to you because as a kid, I thought you guys didn't do enough to save Thurman Munson's life. And after getting your depositions and reading these depositions, I'm so sorry. Uh, like, he literally felt bad. And it's interesting because, you know, I never thought that. And years later, I heard the real story and it still never dawned. Like, who wouldn't try at their very best until it was either impossible to do it because you're risking your own life? Like, it's just instinct. It dawned on me that someone wouldn't do it. But they certainly tried, and they've had to live with that. I saw a documentary about it. Um, one of the guys has had it, has had it rough because it's a tough memory to carry, you know what I mean? Diane Munson doesn't talk much. She doesn't. She's hard to get to, and I should think I've tried to get her on the show. Yeah, I'm sure. So uh, it's, a hard, uh, it's a hard thing to, for her to speak about, I'm sure. Not easy at all. How old was he when he passed? 32 years old now. Wow. It's awful. It's just strange that he could have a profound impact as a 32-year-old on so many people. Now, here I do a national radio show, and I'm on the 41st anniversary of his death. 
talking to you about what an impact he had on me. Bro, I'm sorry. The reason I get emotional, I don't like to flex. Dude, that guy used to take off his mask and point at me. He would wink at me, talk to me once or twice. But he wasn't that, but he would hear me. I would always scream. And you're like, what are you talking about? If you guys are listening, don't know. I sit behind home plate. Not because somebody one day gave me tickets. Our family had season tickets behind home plate. Um, and shout out to my madrina who listens every day. And my madrina and the ones that had it. God bless them. They didn't charge anybody. I found out later. I used to think that we were like, you know, we used to pitch. Nobody pitched in anything. Oh, man. Used to, my godfather, God bless him, bro. That guy's the man. Yep. That guy's the man. Fernando Hernandez. I love you, Padrino. That guy's the man, bro. And memories of a lifetime, thanks to my godfather. Are you kidding me? Juan, forget about it. I can't forget that stuff. I won't forget that stuff. So I always pay homage to him. But this year I noticed more than, I guess, any other year. Actually, it was the 40th anniversary. I would have thought I saw more of it last year. But for some reason, yesterday was just profoundly deep. Everybody was commenting. and The, the amount of love and respect that he had from his fans. Because he's the lunch pail kind of guy. Came to work every day. He knew he had a job to do. He didn't bitch, he didn't moan. He didn't like the drama. All the time that everybody thought him and Reggie Jackson were hating each other. Everybody thought him were boys. Anyway, I don't mean the somber of the mood, but that's a guy. Um, I'm happy that 41 years later, we can talk about him and everybody still knows what kind of awesome human being Thurman Munson was. Because sometimes we forget those that died. There's a bunch of people have died in the last 15 years in baseball. I don't necessarily remember many of their names if they're not Jose Fernandez. And with all due respect to Jose, the terms of his death were a little more discouraging, although I will always love him and will always consider him the greatest home field pitcher in the history of baseball. Nobody's dominated not even Koufax. Koufax did it for longer, of course. But statistically, he lost once here. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that's all it was. I mean, he lost once here. Like, it's unbelievable. And, and his ERA was like one third. Like, it was, I'm going to look it up. It's sick. It's sick. It's sick. But I digress. That is the impact sports is supposed to have on us. So I venture to say 40 years from now, People like my son, kids like my son, like Mario, like Gerald. Some of our roll up your sleeves and sports guys here at sports, at, uh, at Slam Radio. Do you think they're going to look back at this movement that I don't disagree with? But nonetheless, sit back and watch with reservations because of how it's being conducted. And I'm not going to get into politics, but I'm wondering if these kids are going to remember all of that the same way my generation remembers Thurman Munson. It's a weird comparison, but if you think about it, Thurman was everything that was good about baseball, right? And quite frankly, everything that was good about sports. The closest feeling to that I've ever had was when we found out Kobe died a few months ago. I thought I was having a heart attack. Like, I don't think I've ever shared that with you. I collapsed. The I, th I literally thought I was having a heart attack. You sounded awful on the phone. Like you absolutely weeped on the phone with me. So, kind of realize the correlation of how I felt 41 years ago 
and the similarity to it and the shock of receiving it and the similarities with death. Diana Munson said she wanted to reach out to Vanessa Bryan and hug her because she knows what it feels like to be in Vanessa's situation. Diana Munson, like, th that's the core of good freaking people, Frank. That's the core of people who, who, who leave a legacy through hard work and leave a legacy through, through a lot of things that I believe to be positive. And while I'm not implying that anything that's going on these days are negative, I think what surrounds it is a little negative. Like, I think we need to embrace each other a lot more, regardless of what side of the fence you're on. I don't give a crap what color you are. Come on. Who cares? I don't. Can, can I be sincere for a second? Yeah. My three run-ins with potential muggings or about to get in have all been Hispanics, have never been. Okay? Mm -hmm. yeah, I've never said that on the air. So, like, anybody can form a judgment as they please. How about just not judge? Not that. Just let's be better. So I, I get caught up in a lot. I watched a lot of sports this weekend. And just wondered why Isaac got crap for what he did. Um, he was given crap about bringing God into it. And I thought about you. Because ironically, we just spoke about this. Mm -hmm. And I said to myself, self, I remember having this conversation with Frank. <clears throat> How'd you feel about his conversation about God? Well, God's, yeah, yeah, I'm asking you. I'm absolutely asking you. I know you heard what his press conference, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you know how he spoke about God and you know, and and, and he believed I mean I'll let you I mean I think I think it was used in the proper way. Um so like I, it's it wasn't anything crazy, but I don't I don't know. It, it's tough, man, because it's more of a little it's more of a touching situation the way he used it. It's not on a normal everyday basis just while he's playing. He, he's like, oh, I want to thank God. This. No, like, he just said that, you know, he's a Christian and that he does, his values don't allow him to look at things like that. Like, it just, I think we get caught up in a lot of stuff, man. And I think now when, you know, everything is ups and downs, peaks and valleys. And at some point when things simmer down a little bit, maybe cooler heads will prevail in understanding that that's not how crap's going to get resolved. Uh, did you notice that in, I think it was Portland, the police backed away and the, and the protest became peaceful. Mm -hmm. So at what point, who's instigating who? Why don't we avoid the instigations and have conversations? Is that so difficult? We can sit here and talk about sports all day and everybody wants to engage. Why can't we talk if we have a problem? Can't do that, can we? The age of communication, and we forgot how to communicate. It's amazing. Have you realized that you already probably do two to three times more texting than calling on oh, a daily basis? Yeah, I've noticed 100%. Nobody wants to call anymore. Man. Nobody wants to talk. Just send me a text. We don't have time. I don't have time for your conversations. Strange. People break up through text messages now. <laughs> it used to be one of those things that you had to do face-to-face -face interaction. I don't have that problem, thank God. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, though. Like it used to be something you had, to, you would do it in person because it's something that you would do in person. 
And then emails started coming around, like, bro, you can't break up with that girl through an email. You gotta go up. What are you doing? Yeah. Now people just send a quick text, like, hey, we're good. I'm done with you. Guys, you gotta remember to vote. Vote.org. Again, vote.org. You got till I think the 15th. Register to vote. Don't be foolish. Your vote is heard. Please exercise it. Remember to vote. Vote.org. When we come back from break, do a little more talk. Some basketball, some interesting results. Looks like the Rockets are playing pretty good basketball. They tried 51 threes yesterday, Frank. Holy Toledo. A lot of hoops to talk to you about. And a half, wasn't it? No, no. The 51 was for the game. Oh, okay. That's a lot of threes. Yeah. That's a lot of threes. All right. We'll get to that on the other side. You're listening. Sirius XM 145. Slam Radio. We'll be back. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio. Sirius XM Channel 145. This is Jarvis Landry, and you're listening to Slam Radio. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Frank, are you aware that Albert Pujols, who hit a grand slam yesterday, has 658 career home runs? I know he was up there. I didn't realize he was so close to um, Willie Mays. 60, right. You know Willie Mays is third. What is it, like 663? 660. Okay. He was up there. The only, more, the only people who have more home runs than Willie Mays, Babe Ruth, Hank Aaron, and Barry, Barry Bonds. So he's fourth. You said third. I said third. I screwed up. I always ignore Bonds. That's mm. not fair. He's a <laughs> stud. I wasn't aware that he was so close to Mays, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. Most that. You, um, you watch any basketball over the weekend? Oh, I watch tons of basketball. <laughs> Wife is annoyed that sports are back. She's annoyed. Yeah, she's like, what's this on my TV? I'm like, sports. Every five minutes that she turned around, I had sports on TV. It was baseball, basketball, hockey, UFC, golf. Everybody was on NASCAR. Everybody was on this weekend. It was nuts. It was phenomenal. Did you see TJ Warren go off? Yeah. It's 20 of 29. Scored 53 points. Yeah. My goodness. Jerry Butler sure he wants to cover this guy? My goodness. Yeah, he sort of had a big game, kind of. Huge game. That's, uh, wow. So let's do some uh, NBA scores, shall we? In the association yesterday, August 2nd, 2020. I know we don't have music for that. You do have music for it. Nets beat the Wizards 118-110. Nets now 31-35. and Jared Allen, 22 points, 15 boards in the victory. Celtics 
stave off a uh, rallying Portland Trailblazer team, almost came back from behind to win it. Despite Damon Lillard's 30 points and 16 boards, Celtics over the Trailblazers, 128-124. Celtics now 44-22. and 22. Spurs over the Grizzlies, 108-106. John Morant in a losing effort with 25 points. Magic moved to 32-35. and 35. They beat the Kings soundly, 132-116. Vucevic with 23 points and 11 boards. Magic scored 44 points in the first quarter, 78 points in the first half. Wow. They were on fire. I'll tell you who else was on fire. The Rockets. They beat the Bucks 120 to 116. Giannis with 36 points, 18 boards, 8 assists. Not enough. Any truth to the rumor that these guys attempted more threes than any team in the history? You might have been right about the 51. I might have been wrong it's about It's 61. It. It's 61. Yeah. I'm so blind I got it wrong. That's a lot. They made 21 of them. They won 120 to 116. Yeah. Russell Westbrook, uh, was, ah, Russell Westbrook, 34 straight games with 20-plus points. Longest streak of his career. Suns beat the Mavs, 117-115. Not sure how. Doncic goes for 40. Man, Mavs are good. I, can't, I don't know how the Suns beat them. There's your activity in the association yesterday. Love it. This is the stuff that uh, Michael Jordan used to get pumped to. Got it. 10 o'clock hour, we're going to have Jordan Nelson and Derek Coe. Included them last week in our podcast network, which you can catch on Slam Radio. How, how do you access that, Frank? You, wanna... uh, you can just go ahead and, and anchor. You can follow the bio, sorry, the link directly to our, our uh, podcast is on our Twitter at Slam Radio XM. Uh, but you can go ahead and go on Anchor and you can search uh, Slam Radio or you can go on Spotify or any of these podcast networks. Just search Slam Radio and you should be able to have access to it. Is that include iTunes yet? Um, not yet. Wow, uh, they've taken a while, huh? They've taken a while. I've already gotten in contact with the people at Anchor just to try to get me in. So I'm just waiting for an email. Okay. Well, we'll have them on in the 10 o'clock hour as we have an announcement to make. I like announcements. I like announcements. The other announcement we have is, if you remember, I, I teased this the other day. We have a huge announcement a week from today. You'll hear it. You'll hear it. Am I letting it out of the bag? Not yet. I can't hear you. I don't know if that drum roll would last the entire week. Yeah, it's not going to. Sorry. It's just not going to. Did you watch some hockey over the weekend? I <laughs> watched some hockey. Boy, that uh, Blackhawks game was good. That rookie stepped up, man. man. Edmonton had no idea that was coming for him. Nope. That was the game I was watching. They had like five goals in the first nine, nine minutes. Yeah, that's, that was them. That was the Blackhawks. I think they scored. Yeah, they scored five in the first half. Or four. It was four in the first, in the first period. Avalanche beat the Wild. Two to one. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not going. You want me to do scores? Is that what you want me to do? <laughs> I, I, I want to show you how music for everything. So you're like, oh, you don't have music for basketball? And I, I give you basketball. Oh, you don't have music for hockey? I'm giving you hockey. You want it? I got it. The West Qualifying Series. Coyotes over the Predators 4-3. They take a 1-0 lead. Dvorak with a goal and an assist in that one. The Flyers over the Bruins 4-1. They scored three in the second period. 
And that's the East qualifying round robin game, whatever the heck that means. 34 saves for Hart. So Flyers now 41, 28, and 7. Not that that matters. Another West qualifying round robin. Avalanche, like I said earlier, with 0.1 seconds to go. Score the winning goal. Both goals that they scored in the 2-1 victory in the third period. Blues went in leading 1-0 in the third period. <clears throat> Blue Jackets also scored two goals in the third period. They beat the Maple Leafs 2-0 and take a 1-0 lead in the East qualifying whatever that is. What do you mean, whatever that is? Well, one says East qualifying, one says West qualifying, but they don't, like... Well, they're, quali they're doing qualifying games to get into the playoffs. Got you. But then some of these people are already in their playoff series. Yes. That's confusing. It's a little confusing, but... So apparently the Maple Leafs are already down one nothing in their series against the Carolina Blue Jacks, correct? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, good. In another series, the Wild on top of the Canucks 3 to nothing, and they lead 1-0 in that series. Correct. There you go. I did it. Nice. Feels good, doesn't it? Well, it's better than nothing. Talking hockey in August. <laughs> Talking NBA in August. You think? It's been fun, man. What's been fun? Yeah, just watching sports again in general has been fun. You know, like, it's, it's, uh, it's been rough. It was a rough four months without any sports. The virtual fan thing, though, is a little, it's a little distracting. So Paul Pierce was uh, watching the, the Boston-Portland uh, game. Yes. And Portland let it rain threes. He was caught slipping back there, like all Boston fans. Mm, what do you mean by that? Like, he was like kind of like, oh, like, like are you kidding me? I registered to be a virtual fan. August 10th. For the Heat? For the Heat. You have to register. They have a whole bunch of What happens? You get to watch the game on the thing? You get to watch the game on your computer. And then um, I, I guess like you have like a button, I guess, to cheer or whatever, but you get to watch from the computer, and then your face comes out on one of those virtual screens, on one of those virtual seats. For the entire game or for just the, for a minute? For the entire game. You have to log in before the game starts, so you have to be in your seat. They ha if you get up or, what or whatever reason, like they end up taking you off, and I guess they bump somebody up. Um, but there's a whole mess of rules. You can't have two people on in the camera at the same time. It can only be one camera per seat. Hmm. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Uptown Dale was a, was a virtual fan, I believe. Saturday he was a virtual fan, yeah. So you're going to do this? I'm, I said I was going to do it. I want to try it out and check it out. I already told my wife, A, August 10th, if I got picked to be a virtual fan, that's it. We're watch I'm watching the game. Like, I'm watching the entire game. I'm like, if I'm going there, like I told you, I'm, I'm taking out the Vice jersey. I'm taking out my Bernie wig. I'm going in. I'm sorry. Your Bernie wig? Yeah, yeah, my Bernie wig. I went to one of these birthday, Bernie birthday parties, like, many, many years ago. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe, like, 2000, probably, like, five. Like, it's been a long time. So they gave everybody that walked in one of these Bernie wigs, this feather wig with, like, a black headband that says Bernie, happy birthday, Bernie, birthday bash, whatever it is. And then it's just out there. It's just orange. It's just out there. So I'm going to put that on mm -hmm. with my heat jersey. Mm -hmm. I'll be ready to go. You're really going to do that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. But I got to get selected, though. So it's not 100% that you can select it. They, they send you an email. I think they said 48 hours before so you can make plans to watch the game. So you'll know in five days. So I'll know in five days. No, it's not. Yeah, five days. It's August 3rd, right? And when are you going to be a virtual fan? August 10th. It's the same day we have our huge announcement. That's the day. What time do they play? Like 7.30. <clears throat>
Yeah, I could have registered to be a virtual fan today, but there was no way that I was going to make it home by 1.30 or enough time before 1.30 in order to register for it. And then the other games is like awkward times, like 5.45. That's around the time the wife gets home, so it's going to be kind of impossible to accept that one. So I went with the later game, which was the 10th, which is like 7.30. You know, Judge has home runs in five consecutive games. He's got six. He has six for the season. He's going to hit 25. You know He's got that. six in five games. He's going to hit 25. You know that, right? That sounds like a lot. That's, that sounds games, like that much. That, that, that doesn't games, sound like that much. Lot. Yeah, I know, but you're talking about like, oh, he's going to finish the season with 25 home runs. It sounds like nothing. When everybody else is going to hit 12. Fair, fair enough. <laughs> Remember, the value is 2.7. You know that test is coming up if that's what happens. What test? Yeah, the, the HDH test. Oh, gosh, please stop. Anytime somebody succeeds, they, they nail them with a the test. Why do they do that? They did it to this kid the other day. And that's why I'm saying it. Every time somebody does amazing, they slap a test on his desk. So when are we going to get tested for HGH? Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua Tungo Bailoa. Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker Every What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. Radio. Serious XM. Yeah. For every sport of every kind, tune in here where you will find. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. All right, so I basically, I brought up <clears throat> Thurman Munson. Right? Correct. A bunch of people died over the weekend. Wilford Brimley being one of them. You saw that? Who's that? Wilford Brimley? Yeah. Really? You don't know who Wilford Brimley is? Maybe I know him by name. I mean, by face. So Wilford Brimley was, I think, manager in the in the natural. He. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I, re- I do know him Diabetes. He um he passed away. He played a whole bunch of cranky characters. Yes, he did. I don't know about that. He played one. Gosh, what was the name of the movie? I'm gonna have to actually use the computer here. Gosh, what movie is this man in that I? It's it's escaping me right now, where he was. Was he in the firm? Is that the one I'm thinking about? I don't know. I just do. I just remember him, him being in like a whole bunch of like like he was always cranky on screen. He was the Quaker Oats guy. Yeah, exactly. That. He was in Cocoon. I don't know if you ever saw Cocoon. No, never. Um, the firm. It was the firm. Good job, Larry. Good job, Larry. Was the firm? Absolutely, was the firm. Played kind of a different role in that one. He was always kind of a nice guy. He was a f- uh, he's a former Marine. What if he gets to get uh, is buried with honors? He better. No doubt. He better. So, uh, deuces and peace and rest in peace, Wilford Brimley. Uh, heard that over the weekend. He did a lot of commercials, although also did commercials well, did for Liberty diabetes. Medical. Yes, and the diabetes thing, whatever. He right. Big into that. That was he was like their spokesperson for years and years. Diabetes uh, testing supplies. Yes. 
and all that stuff. Um, you know, it's great because the games that we're watching are interesting. They are. Baseball, I find to be scintillating. Why is that? Here's a way to look at it, right? The O's have played, what, eight or nine games? Mm-hmm. They're in second place in the American League East, right? Yeah. Why are you laughing? Just because. Go ahead, go ahead. You have to be laughing for a reason. No, because I was thinking about we had this discussion last week, and it's funny because the Martins have played three games and they're still in first place. Yeah. Well, the O's are in second place, and it's August. Please remember how bad the Orioles are and how unique this season puts things and makes you know perspective of things. Right. So it's just an interesting Which thing. Which is what I said in the beginning. If any team just kind of gets off to a start, then anything can happen on a 60-game season. If those good teams start off bad, they may not have enough time to come back and pick, it, pick up the steam towards the end of the season to make the push for the playoffs. I was talking to Yasmani Grandal's dad. He works here. And I consider him a savant of the game. He believes you got to win 40 games. He's like, I'm telling you, a lot of teams are going to win a lot of games because there's some teams that are just terrible. And I'm like, I don't know. I think some teams, you know, he, he, he's, like, he's like, man, if you, if you start losing 20 games, you better start thinking about what's going to happen because, I mean, that's a, that's a tough winning percentage. I would think you could, you could go to the playoffs with 35 wins, 34 wins. Don't you think? Like, I think you could. I think so. 40, 40 seems like it's a lot. His point is, is there's a lot of bad teams, so they're gonna like the Mets. They're gonna lose, and you know. But look, nobody thought the Orioles would start off like this. I know it's only eight or nine games in, but yeah, they played eight games. They're five and three, and they're, that's that they're missing some games because of everything that happened with the COVID, with the Marlins and stuff like that. Yankees are in a similar situation that they've lost out on some games. I'm wondering like how those are going to get made up, though. We have no idea how those are going to be made up. Well, they redid a schedule yesterday. I just haven't looked at it. But I think the idea is that they're trying to get them all made up, though. Mm-hmm. Somehow, some way. I don't know if that involves seven-inning doubleheaders. Like, I'm so since they're not selling tickets, they can kind of like tamper with the schedule as it goes on just to try to make up for all this uh, COVID stuff? Correct. Because, because now the Brewers and the Cardinals miss a whole mess of games because they've been, uh, they've been out the entire weekend. Yeah. That's um, And if those games aren't made up, then it's going to take some luck on top of playing your schedule in order to be in the playoffs. Because if you're the, that team that needs a certain amount of games and all of a sudden you can't play them because somebody gets a COVID outbreak, then you're going to be caught in a bad situation. Here's what I think, Frank. I think that baseball is a funny game. And you just got to go in every game with a winning mentality, whether you have a great team or you don't. Because in a short season like this, a lot of things can happen. And I think anyone's capable of playing well for 60 games. Uh, It's not about starts. It's about the 60 games. Mm -hmm. And I really think that the math of the 60 games, I still think there's enough games there. Your bad teams are going to be bad. Like I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of shaking of the ground here. But right now it seems very interesting what we're watching. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it, too. I'm enjoying the extra inning uh, rule with the runner on second base. I don't know how you feel about that, but I'm kind of enjoying it. It's I okay. like it. It's okay. Not forever, but it's okay. Uh, I wouldn't even mind it forever. Yeah, I would. But I wouldn't mind it forever maybe then starting it after, like, the 11th inning or some shit, or something like that. <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. But maybe starting after this 11th inning or something like that, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? 
That was funny that you said that. Yeah, I didn't finish saying it, so. Mm. I guess. It was a check swing. Yeah, but I think you went around. I don't know. I think you went around, man. I'm just just saying. <laughs> I'm here arguing with the umpire right now. You know this, right? Yeah, I guess. Where you at, MLB umps? <laughs> Those guys are crazy. <laughs> I'm surprised it hasn't gained more traction. That's that's funny. Wow, and, and no one's safe. No one is safe. No one is safe. No one is safe. <laughs> I saw one. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Sundays I sit on the couch and now there's sports. I actually sit there and I do a little social media thing. And <laughs> there's one where I believe our friends from Astros tour post Jerry, Jerry Springer. George Springer striking out and mm-hmm. getting mad. Mm-hmm. This is baseball porn. And MLB bumps. What? <laughs> we got the call right. I mean, it's just irreverent. <laughs> What are you complaining about? We got the call right. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, someone's bored to do that one. But whatever, it's funny. I point you to mine. I'm not pointing to them. <laughs> At Larry the Amigo, I'm better. But whatever. At MLB Umps, it's they're damn good. <laughs> it's funny, man. Um, all of this. Have you heard a peep about the NFL other than Tua? Nothing. Threw the ball a little bit the other day. Uh, Peterson, uh, coach of the Eagles, has COVID. Heard that yesterday. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. But that's it. That's all I've heard. Well, What's his name? Gordon Minshew, quarterback from the Jaguars? He has it as well. Yeah, I did hear that. Would you like to be Ron Rivera this season? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to be Bill Belichick either. You heard eight Patriots have not opted out of the season. Because of COVID. I'm sorry, what? Eight Patriots have opted out of playing the, tw- uh, the 2020 season. Because of Tom Brady. Because of COVID. <laughs> well, you missed the air quotes. Because of COVID. Because of Tom Brady. Uh-huh, yeah. If that's what COVID is called in the Northeast, then yes, absolutely. <laughs> As Tom fishes in the Gulf. <laughs> Hanging out in the sun. Mm-hmm. He's chilling. He might be having too much fun to win football games. We'll see. I wouldn't want to be Ron Rivera this year. I'm going to tell you why. They have problems on the field, and they have problems off the field. And he has to deal with all of it. All of it. And this is not what he bought. They sold him a, oh, boy. Well, he didn't also think that he was going to get in a situation that the team's going to have to change their name and all that BS that he's going to have to deal with now. We'll figure out if he's the right guy or not. Because that's going to be an ongoing mess. It's going to be brought up every single week, week after week. Every time the name is brought up, the Washington football team, it's always it's going to get, continue to get brought up. It's going to be it's going to be beaten dead by the end of the season. It's regrettable. And Snyder created this problem. He's always been a, he's kind of a fool. You don't think? Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. He's wiped his butt with what everybody has to say. I don't know. This is uh, something that he could have nipped it in the butt a long time ago, and it's just an ongoing situation. 
finally it got out of control and with everything that's been happening i guess around around the country with the whole BLM movement and he was caught in a situation that he had to make the move when he's been they've been going after him for years about this like this is something that he should have made a decision about years ago but he was hard headed Cabezón. he didn't want to do it he didn't want to do it Tua Tonga Vailoa is a college grad bachelor's degree in communication studies from Alabama oh yeah Alabama I think my daughter got accepted there Bama. Bama. Roll Tide. Um, so football seems to be quiet, except college football, of course. The Pac-12 is creating some chaos. I saw something come up. I wasn't entirely sure what happened. I was watching the Miami-Florida game last night from 2013. And I saw people keep talking about it, but I wasn't sure what was going on. They're threatening to opt out of fall camp and game participation unless the league meets its demands with regards to safety during coronavirus pandemic as well as economic and social issues. Do you know the part of this is they want to get paid? The players. Oh, yeah. This is crazy. You didn't know this? No, I didn't know this. Yeah, they want to get paid. Um, so are they using COVID kind of as a, as a crutch for them to get their way? Because now they can kind of say, hey, we're not going to play. Until we get it? Here's what I do know. That's going to be a war. <laughs> That's not going to go very well. Because some of the things that happen, some of these conferences or some of these colleges, they get tough <clears throat> and they put their, their foot down. My understanding is that Washington State's having no part of it. I mean that they want no, they if anyone has aired out any grievance about wanting to support this they're going to get released. Wow. I was like, "What?" Wow. Think about that. They're separating themselves from that situation. Well, that's exactly what they're doing. Yeah. So it's basically the players who support the Pac-12 movement are getting released from the team. Oof. And it was, I mean, obviously it's not a good look. For Washington State, for their new coach, Nick Rolovich. Um, the players from across the Pac-12 said they're going to sit out unless, you know, their concerns are addressed. I'm surprised overall that we're even having discussions that we may be playing football, college football, that is, um, in uh, this season. Because I know the ACC have put out their starting September, I think, 17th or something like that. Um but it's surprising the, the 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 way that everything is, especially down here in South Florida, and that there's a lot of virtual learning that's going to be taking place. The fact that the that the student athletes are going to be able to play is a little is a little alarming to me. And so I'm kind of surprised about it. Yeah, this is. Um, and then they're doing the whole in conference schedule only. Like I don't understand what the difference is. If they're, if they're going to play, like might as well just let them play. Their entire schedule, like I don't, I don't understand what this has anything to do with it. Because at the end of the day, you're still doing the traveling, you're still doing everything, everything to get to the next game. You're still gonna have to test each other, all that stuff. So what, what difference does it make whether you play somebody that's in conference and non-conference? And and it concerns me for those smaller schools that depend on those big time games for them to get certain 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 pocket money for them. There's so you deals. you believe Washington State? This is a bad look for them. I don't think it's a bad look for them. I'm listen. I'm good with them. I'm good with it. They just. Don't, I, they don't no, know that's not going to be popular. That's not going to be popular. 
I'm not going to tweet about it. I'm not going to go bananas over it. But but just I'm totally okay with it. Just because their conference is going a certain way, that means that they have to follow suit and go that same way. Like They, they may not believe in it and they say, hey, we don't want to follow that, that, we don't follow that lead. But where does it leave them with the conference, though? <laughs> During our phone call, Cassidy Wood's father, John, paraphrased what WSU coach... Nick Rolich told his son. And I mean, I don't want to read a paraphrase. I'm sorry to tell you, but basically he told them that it would send mixed messages to the team having him around. So the coach says, if you're part of that movement, part of all the unity movement and what's going on, that's going to force me to kind of release you from your, of your duties from this football team for this year. Now you're going to stay on scholarship this year, but I don't know what the future plans for next year are. And he told him Monday to clean out his locker. Hmm. You get to go to school this year, but you're not playing football here. One, because I'm not paying you a dime, and two, because te la pasaste. Listen, there's a solution to all this. The most anticipated return of a video game exists. Okay? You use the revenues from that to find a way to pay some of these people. You can't tell me that that doesn't make enough money. It costs 18 <laughs> cents to make one of those $70 and games. everybody's so hungry for that game right now, man. We've, uh, we haven't had that game since, what, 2014? Correct. Man, everybody's hungry for that game. I know people that still play it to this day. It's played in and my they house just daily. Playing it like they're like in season 2079 and stuff like that. Just because how much they keep playing, they don't want to get rid of the game because how well the game was. That game was a lot more fun than the Maddens to me. It was quicker. The, I like the atmosphere with it, with the with the with all the college stadiums and the and the fans and the way they integrated all that stuff and made it very authentic. That was a better game than Madden. <laughs> you know, we we lose sight of things and not realize that some of these players. This is an old adage in Cuba. In, in Cuba, Cubans like to say, "Te cogiste culo con la puerta." which is you caught your ass with the door, you didn't get away with it. Like, you're trying to stand for something, you're being indignant, this, that, and the the bottom line is, you screwed yourself. You screwed yourself. I don't even know what to think about it. Come back from break. We keep it continuing. So many sports on this weekend. I couldn't get enough, but I still snuck in some time for The Office. Where are you? I'm the last episode of season four, which is like an hour episode for yes, whatever reason. They all are. The finales are always an hour. Okay. So, yeah, I'm there. Yeah, watch. This is getting interesting. Toby's on his way out, so they have somebody else coming in. and, and mm -hmm. Oh, this is going to get fun. From now to the next four episodes, you're going to give me the holy itchy face. So have fun tonight watching it. All right. We come back from break. We promise not to talk about it, not to spoil it for Frank, but we'll get to so much more right here on Good Morning Amigos, Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM Channel 145. This is Jarvis Landry, and you're listening to Slam Radio. 
And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Give a shout out to our boy Ricky Marion. Remember, aka Ricky Bobby. Who's that guy? <laughs> Ricky will be swearing in today to the United States Coast Guard. I'm very proud of him. Very cool. Very, very proud of him, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him either later today or tomorrow. So, does he have a date yet? Yeah, they pushed it back another week, but it's mid-September right now. <clears throat> proud of him just saying very proud of him pretty cool pretty damn cool <laughs> Woo! yeah the mpp absolutely third in the mpp voting absolutely <laughs> work off season off court work 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 work, work. 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 Guys, the burn is real for that guy, bro. Yes, sir. It's tough. <laughs> Excuse me. You'll be very sad, brother, when he goes. You think? Yeah. I already see it. I already hear it in your voice. Nah, I'll be fine. He's losing a son. Oh, come on. <laughs> He'll be fine. He's a big boy. It's going to be good for him. It is going to be good for him. It'll be very good for him. Well, I am proud of him, though. Oh, boy. Proud of a lot of them. This year's graduating class. They started moving mountains, even though COVID's been standing in their way. Well, I feel like that's how they've been their entire life. Yeah, it's There's pretty. always something in their way. Yeah. And they know how to kind of overcome that, I guess. I guess. Quick question. Are you going to go vote locally here in a couple of weeks? I plan on it. For the local government. So you're going to vote for the county mayor and all that, right? Uh, I plan on it. I'm going to meet one of the candidates this week. You're doing your own political run? No, I just want to see what she has to say and what she feels because she's the one right now that has sparked my ire. For mayor? Yep. She really has sparked my ire. Interesting. 
because everybody else is like refurbished. Yeah. I mean, no, no, I, I don't even want to disrespect some of those guys because I really know them. Like I know Steve Bobo and I know Alex Pinellas. And is that the same Steve Bobo that we've had on the show? That's him. That's what I thought. So my inclination would be to vote for Steve. I've been very loyal to Steve over mm -hmm. the years. But man, Daniela brings a, a refreshing view on things. She's a little different. So I don't know if she can win. I keep getting bombarded by Alex Pinellas' text messages. Yes, they want you to vote for him. And I keep on replying with no. Oh, my God, they're texting you about it? Yeah, yeah, and every time I get a text message, I reply with no. Yikes. Sorry, not my vote. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, oh, I'm straight up trolling You're them. You're terrible. I'm trolling them. Like, leave me alone. So I just write no. <sighs> Can we expect for your... Negative, your Ghost Rider. Nope. <laughs> no can do, brother. It's not happening there, Capitan. And I know it's some sort of a computer. If not, I'd waste my time sending GIFs. But no, it's not going to happen. It's a computer that does that? I'm what sure. do I know? It's a mass text message machine. What do I know? Can we count on you for a vote? Speaking of which, didn't you say you wanted to bring it back, the text ma texting uh, machine back to the show? Yes. Are we you going to bring it back? Yeah, we got it back. We got it back. Why don't you say the number? Is it a difficult number to remember? Uh, not too difficult. 305-209-0934. That's terrible. Yeah, well, you don't get much of an option when it comes to this. You can't refurbish the number? What? How do you mean? Like, find a better number? Uh, I can try, but it's not like all the, all, the, all the options are much better. God, that's terrible. And I think you chose that number, by the way. Because, because it probably wasn't much better. Exactly. Than We've done this exercise before. I think you chose that number the last time. 209-0934. My Lord. 305-209-0934 if you want to text the show. Who's going to remember that crap, man? I'm going to write on your desk. Maybe you say it enough. Nobody's going to remember to do that. We're going to get one text. <laughs> Sorry, brother, but that's it is what it is. Did you see Golik's last show? Obviously, if you would have seen it, it was after because we kind of were on the air at the same time. Then No, but I saw you tweet a whole bunch of things about uh, it. I don't know if you were with us that day. Why was that his last show, though? Because Golik's done. Oh, really? It's called Retired. Oh, well, Senior's done. Senior. But were you with us when we met Junior at Radio Row? I, I was with you. I, I walked in after he was already talking. Basically. What a freaking G Junior is. Yeah. Huh? What a G that guy is. Huge. He was huge. What, a, what an amazing, larger-than-life, affable, the kids freaking loved him. Mm -hmm. He was, he was amazing. So you need to watch the video. I was able to relate. Of course. Even though I'm not done. <laughs> Far from done yet. But it's difficult to not understand when you have two kids that work on your show and the show lives in my home. And it's talked about, and we goof off about the things that we do on the show. And it's become a part of our daily routine. So when you heard Golik Jr. talking about it, Golik Sr. stopped calling college football games when they went to high school so that he could be there for their high school games. That Golik Sr. never missed anything that had to do with the kids.
I just hope you're taking care of yours, man. That's one of those things that it's it's stunning the impact things like this can have when your kids are in the mix. Because I think I'd be emotional about this, but I believe, and no, I don't think anyone gets mad about it, I think the extra sauce is the fact that my two kids have run through this program. Right. Um, and it's a lot of fun. Like, she'll be here. You need her tomorrow or you need her Wednesday? It'd be Wednesday. Either or it works. Let's get her here Wednesday. I work Wednesday's Wednesday. a better day. Because I think tomorrow we're a little busy, busy. It's weird tomorrow. All right, I'm going to tell her to come Wednesday. But yeah, when she comes when she comes through, <clears throat> excuse me, Um, it's always a joy for me to know that she's here while I'm doing my show. It's been a while since I've had my son here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more than five months now at this point. Um, but there's some amazing memories that we've made already. And I just started thinking about 22 years of being on the air, whether it was Mike and Mike, um, whatever Golik was doing. That family lived it for 22 years. I've been doing it two years. And I felt like so akin to what the vibe was in that living room. They did their last show in their own living room. Their three kids with the mom. It was humbling. I invite you to go to ESPN.com and look for that video. Um, there's, a, there's a value in that video that, again, goes back to something that I love about people. When they can pick their asses up and go to work every day. And, uh, and be the, the goat of their environment. Those kids think that Golik Sr. walks on water. And you know what? I guarantee you there were times when they were kids. He probably did. Um, But to hear Golik Sr.'s wife, Golik Sr. talk, Golik Jr. got choked up. Um, Just reminded me that I had a lot to be thankful for. I invite you to watch that. I didn't mean to be a downer on that, but you need to catch that. You'll understand where I'm coming from. When you watch it, because it was moving. It was the last few minutes of his final show and saying goodbye. And Golik Jr. was saying some stuff about his dad. It's pretty cool to work with your kids. It's also pretty cool to work with other people's kids and move mountains with them. God knows I'm proud of so many of our students here. Sorry, Frank didn't mean to do that, but it. have you seen it? I mean, I saw that you tweeted it, but I haven't been able to look at it. I'm going to go to a break. I want you to watch it. I'll come back and tell me what you think. Sounds good? Sounds good. We'll be back. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. This is Jarvis Landry, and you're listening to Slam Radio. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio.
the funeral and all of this. And I realized, like, for us, it's a little different and it's a little happier because even after we turn off the mics, you still get to be our dad. And I think that's the, that's the part that through all of it, oof, I am my mom's son. That's the part that through all of it, and when we grew up, you know, it was, it was such a big thing, and Mike and Mike became this big phenomenon, and there was so much that came along with that, and it, you always made sure that it was about us, and you always made sure that you were around for the stuff that we did, and... We felt that, and we saw it, and it meant so, so much to grow up feeling like that you could do anything because you two made that possible because we got to watch the way that you guys woke up every day and loved each other and loved us and supported all of our dreams through that. It's the reason Jake is a, is a great husband right now. It's a reason Sydney's going to be a great wife, and they're going to be great parents. Husband too. <laughs> <laughs> and come hell or high water with my mom, that is going to be the case too. But you always put that at the forefront. You stopped calling college football games when we got to high school because you wanted to be around and support us. And then to get to do this with you for the last three years is, it, it'll be the highlight of my professional life, my personal life. I love you so much to get to do the thing I always wanted to do with the person I always wanted to be is such an insanely surreal thing. I, I will never forget it. Well, so thanks, I, I appreciate that. Well, thank you. Thank all of you. Um, <laughs> nobody going to jump in here and help, huh? The interesting thing about this show has been we, we moved here from, from Arizona because it was our baby. Yeah. We never aspired to do anything more than the radio show. It was the pinnacle for us. It's meant everything to us. It's been a part of our family, and that's why this means so much to us. <clears throat> this is why we did it, and this is why I did it for right here and what Mike just said. Um, all the guests and all the people we mentioned, everybody was so important, but there's nobody as important than who is sitting right here on the set with you right now. Thank you all. So what you think? It's tough, man. It's it, that that's a, that's a touching family moment that was shared on the air. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So now you understand, I guess. I'm a sap. My old age. <laughs> you said it, and not me. <laughs> Sorry, bro. No, you're good. I promise you, I didn't cry like this when I saw Judge hit his two homers. Yeah, what a bomb. <laughs> Second one went 468. Second one was a bomb. It was a moonshot. Dear God. <laughs> I was bummed he hit it, though. Why? Because I was walking Cooper. I was expecting to get back home and finish watching the game. He didn't allow that to happen. Yeah, Cooper went long, huh? Yeah. 468. Steve Bartman showed up at the A's game. You mean a cutout of Steve Bartman? Yeah, they went there. Wow, that's tough. That's tough. Come on, guys. I, th I thought those were boys. I thought those were my boys, bro. What are you guys doing to me, man? Yep. Yeah, that's a tough one. And they right? put it right down the left field line, too. Ouch. I'm surprised the A's actually did it. The A's are trying to be irreverent. I'm actually really surprised that they let that one fly. 
whatever. It is what it is. All in good fun. I do like the cardboard cutouts more than I actually like the, um, the virtual fans, though. Even though I've registered to be a virtual fan, but I still think the cutouts is a lot cooler. Lead for more creativity. I like the cutouts. Especially the A's that they put the whole time Hanks and the, and the hot dog vendor and all that. Um, I think they've, they've done it well. But um, I think the cutouts are a lot better than the virtual fans. I like the I like the cutouts. Be interesting to see what football tries to come up with, especially if there's no fans allowed in those games. They might try to do the same stuff. Virtual? Yeah. I don't know about all that. Remember the virtual? Uh, it, it requires putting up those screens and all that. Like the NHL, they put tarps over all the seats. Like they they don't want to deal with no fans, nothing. They put tarps over the seats. It says you know Hub City, Toronto, or Edmonton, depending on where they're at. And they have giant screens which are behind both of the benches, which show all sorts of kind of graphics and logos and stuff like that. They've really made it look like 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 a show. But I guess they have to do something just to kind of make it look appeasing, you know? I like the uh, cutouts. I think they're pretty cool. I think it works well. I think it's uh, goofy. It's different. It's irreverent. Correct. I like what baseball's doing with the ambient sound. Basketball looks a little weird. I've had some people tell me they don't like the way basketball looks. Yeah, it's a little strange. You think? I mean, but everybody wants, is going to have their own way of doing it. You know what I mean? So, But it is a little strange. It's a little weird. I think that's the only sport that you can necessarily do it because you kind of have to have it as an inside sport. Um, somewhere that, like, it just kind of goes back and forth. You can't necessarily do that with baseball. On baseball, you can't do virtual fans like that. I think it would be too distracting to the to the to the to the to the players because now you're not talking about just fans. It's different when it's people looking at you. Now you're talking about screens. The lights change. It gets brighter. Can't necessarily do that. I got you. I think it would have worked in hockey, but hockey wasn't necessarily worried about that. You don't think? Uh, hockey speaks for itself. You don't necessarily need the virtual fans there. I'm cool mm. with them just tarping everything up. You're okay with that? Yeah. I'm t I don't, again, I'm the person that's telling you that I don't need the fan there to enjoy the sports experience. You're the one that from the beginning is like, oh, this is dreadful without any it fans. It's dreadful. Baseball's done a good job with all the ambient sound, with all the fans cheering and all that. For a little bit, you forget that it, there's nobody there. You might be right. Players seem to have been having a good time on, uh, on the field and stuff like that, so I'm not necessarily bothered by it. The, the 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 charade of the basketball court kind of has toned down a little bit, like you don't see players doing as many like animated antics as they used to when there were fans there. Hmm. Especially your boy. Who's my boy? Yogurt. Who's yogurt? LeBron. Why do you call him yogurt? Because he's yogurt. Put a poll up last night. You did. Gained a lot of traction on Twitter. I'm actually surprised how many votes it's gotten. It's 300-plus votes. Really? What's your poll about? Who's the GOAT of the bald spot? Oh, that's got to be Manu. So you got Manu, you got LeBron, and I put Sheed as number three. Who? Rashid Wallace. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let me guess LeBron's winning. Um, right now, Manu has a 46-43 lead on, uh, on LeBron. Rashid's dead last with 11%. Of course. 323 votes. Still got 12 hours remaining. Look at you getting traction on your poll. That's what she said. 
That was horrible. <laughs> oh, man. So, this stuff pick up now when basketball goes to playoffs? I think it's already picked up. What do you mean the stuff pick so up So, I now? wonder what the ratings are. Hmm, that's a good question. Have you not been curious about the ratings? That's a, I, I didn't even think about that. That's a phenomenal question. Are we watching or are we not watching? You know there's a chance we're not watching, right? Um, there didn't seem to be as many virtual fans on those weekend games than there was like for that like, Thursday night or Friday night or anything like that. Just saying it. Just throwing it out there. I'm really the one thing that did piss me off over the weekend. I know the doubleheader on Thursday had 2.9 million viewers. Hmm. Um, I guess what upset me the most was the preparations for this hurricane that, of course, never came. It's so difficult to have that emotion without sounding contrite, Without sounding like you don't give a rat's ass about preparing for. You know, a storm of that, of that magnitude. Well, it wasn't of huge magnitude. I just think they know ahead of time if it's really coming or not. I think they do too. I think they have a better idea than what they share. And I they think a lot of it is fear-mongering. It's fear-mongering so that these people go out and buy stuff. and Spikes the I don't know. You have to justify those sponsorships if you ask me. It's just weird to me, man. So the Pac-12 football players, multiple schools, they put a letter in the Players' Tribune. They threatened to not participate in preseason camps and games unless their demands are met. And there's hundreds of Pac-12 players joining this effort. Of course, those who are from Washington State, well, they're running into a stone wall with that one. How much you want to bet nobody else in Washington State's doing that? When they got the rumor, they go, oh, I didn't say nothing. I'm going to stay quiet. Here's the best part why you should stay quiet. You know why? Because there's a good chance everybody's going to get paid anyway. You don't think that at some point they're going to give into this? Something. They're going to have to do something because they can't afford to not play football. They can't afford not Weird. to play football. Weird. How about if this backfires on those players? And because of COVID, they don't play. When is this all going to end? I really don't know. I find it very interesting, though. They're demanding money. That's crazy. Not feeling it, man. I agree they should get paid, but this isn't a labor union. That's not how this thing works, guys. Not at all. It's not how it works. It's never worked that way. You, I'm sorry. No. Am I old school for feeling that way? No, not at all. This is uh, I, I, I get it. There's a lot of things that have happened as time has passed that we've had to do changes for. But I don't think this is something that has to be changed. It's not about being changed. It's about you entered an agreement. Mm -hmm. And now you're kind of going against it. You're trying a strong arm just to get your way to change the contract. You don't have time. This is kind of a contract. Do you know how many people want to go play football at Washington State? Mm -hmm. Washington State knows they're not winning the national championship anyway. Right. They're not letting these people do that. No. Well, this is going to get weird. It's going to get weird. I want to sit back and watch with the popcorn. 
This is going to get very strange very quickly. Just throwing it out there. I was all for them getting paid. I wasn't for them doing this. No, not, I'm for them getting paid. I'm not for them doing this. Because now they're trying to... Te doy la mano que eres el brazo. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. Very interesting. Oh, boy. Uh, all right. We come back on the other side. I don't bring a little early. Keep it continue. Remember, 10 o'clock, we'll have Derek Coe and jo Jordan Nelson for a special announcement here on the station. You're listening to Good Morning Amigo, Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM Channel 145. This is Jarvis Landry, and you're listening to Slam Radio. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. Here, good morning, amigo. Our next pair of guests <clears throat> you know, I got to apologize to our listening audience. I'm gonna keep it 100 here before we get the boys on. So, I'm not myself today. In life, sometimes, guys, you have things that happen um, at the dastardliest times. And you have to try your best to overcome. I'm off today, and I apologize for that. I apologize to my listeners for that. I usually come stronger. Uh, I came all, all weekend waiting for today's show. I was pretty hyped. And then something happened late last night. Um, to alter the path of my mood and how I feel today. So I'm not physically ill. Um, and I apologize for that. I really do. So I'll do my best during this last half hour to make this uh, a good finish to the show. Because the show today kind of has been eh. Even though I've gone over scores, we talked, we laughed. I just don't feel like I'm myself today. I don't think I've sounded like myself today. Uh, everybody has their day, you know. Done a pretty good job of masking it. If you wouldn't have put it out there, I don't think anybody would have realized it. Yeah, I guess. All right, our next guests. Two dudes. Pretty cool dudes, actually. Very cool dudes. Started a podcast that we put on our network just last Friday, as a matter of fact. It's called Kane Gang, and our hosts are Derek Coe and Jordan Nelson. What's going on, gentlemen? How you doing, man? I've morning, been, morning. Morning. I've been better, but I'm here. I'm kicking it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Hope you guys are doing well. You did a great job on your podcast the other day. 
appreciate that. Well, I appreciate that. Talk to me a little bit about what someone who listens to your podcast, Derek, can expect. Man, uh, let's see. First and foremost, like pretty much anything to do with the University of Miami. There we go. Um, that's literally, and Jordan would agree. I mean, that's why it's called the Kang Gang Show. Um, we're just a couple dudes that really love the University of Miami, um, love everything to do with their football program, their athletic programs. Um, but man, it's to me, like I live and breathe by the university of Miami and especially that football team, man. Like I get into baseball, I get into basketball. Um, but man, that football team, whew, there's nothing like it. Win or lose. There's nothing like it. So you were excited. So were you one of those guys this weekend that was waiting with bated breath for something that, well, never really happened. <laughs> so we have a chat and oh my goodness when i tell you like people are i think they're on suicide watch like checking the time you know um i'm not that guy um and i've said this before and i'll say it probably to the day i die until these kids sign on the dotted line it doesn't really mean much a verbal commitment is just that a verbal commitment well you know we've seen them back out of that before i think i said that to frank earlier don't buy that crap I also told my friend over the week, a friend's staunch Canes fan. Shout out to Joey Mendola over on the other coast living in Sarasota. Um, I just get the feeling as if, you know, we just got to work with what we have. And I think I'm more worried about whether there's a season this year or whether the fact of who we recruit for, you know, the coming years. I'm not, like, I'm not there yet. But but you guys definitely take this whole Kane thing and go and ride with it. I mean... Your your intro song is from our friend Solo D. Yep. Um, it's just tough, man. It's just tough. So, dude, I wanted you guys to come on. I wanted to make an announcement right here on radio, and I know that Jordan has been really eager to find out. Chomping at the bit. Chomping at the bit, <laughs> eager. Poor guy hasn't slept all weekend. I think he's probably had 22 Mountain Dew since like 5 o'clock this morning. Jordan, how many you had? <laughs> Remember, Jordan's in, poor, poor Jordan's in Utah. I tried to make this as late <laughs> as possible. He was still up like 5 o'clock in the morning, hour time frame. Like he's been up since 2 in the morning. I don't know. Um, this is well-deserved. You guys killed it on that broadcast. We're going to just go ahead and make this a broadcast each and every Friday from 1 to 2 o'clock. Welcome to the Slam Radio family, guys. Kane Gang Commander right here Fridays that. from 1 to 2 p.m., each and every Friday right here on Slam Radio yeah. Series XM 145. And uh, that's a shout-out to you guys. You guys did a really good job. And uh, to be honest, we are going to give you a month in the podcast, and it didn't last a week. We were like, yeah, they're good. <laughs> Congratulations, <laughs> gentlemen. I want to ask Jordan, so how you feel, bro? I'm, yeah, I'm pretty hyped over here, man. I'm, I'm really excited. You know, it's uh... – I don't know. It, it's we've we've put a you know I put a lot of work into the Forza podcast and I met Derek through that and then you know it all just kind of came together and uh, you know now uh, now we have a national radio show so that's pretty cool. I think it's pretty darn cool as a matter of fact. Congratulations to both of you. Uh, thank you, thank you. I can see now social media blowing up in uh, in regards to this because you guys have a pretty strong following. So I think a lot of people are going to be happy yeah. to hear that you have found a platform for yourself that not only makes sense, but uh, really, quite frankly, um, you know, is housed perfectly. And, and I think you're going to find 
uh, listenership and and the pride of having, I guess, a platform, a national platform to discuss this stuff. Uh, we well, we think we're you excited. Guys, we think you guys are great, so we think it's going to be fantastic. I hope you're excited. I really do. <laughs> oh, listen, we're Jordan and I talk about this, you know, and, and we've talked about it for the last month, month and a half, and you know, just trying to get the ball rolling, getting through that first episode, and you know, kind of. Learning from our mistakes, kind of, you know, again, it was our first time that we've done something like that, you know, and it literally steamrolled, and uh, we're definitely excited. We're definitely excited to talk about Kane's football, fantasy football, sports in general, and, uh, yeah, Jordan, how are you feeling? Are you good? He's numb. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm, I'm so excited, man. You know, I mean, I, I talk <clears throat> Kane's football all the time, but I'm excited to be able to uh, annoy people with my hot takes from uh, NBA and NFL and fantasy football, so. Why do I, I, I get the impression they're not as hot as you think they are? I'm just busting dude, your chops, Jordan. Dude, if you follow my Twitter timeline, man, I get a lot of hate. There's <laughs> some pretty hot takes, man. I, I, I regularly champion the uh, the Al Golden, like the last year of the Al Golden uniforms with Nike, and everyone hates those, but I'm just I'm always gassing them up, man. Oh, you know, Larry, he actually one, he, you're the one that likes the weird <clears throat> uniforms. Yes, sir. Even the the, the duck fe- the duck feathers on the on the shoulders. <laughs> oh yep. gosh, yeah, I like those too. <sighs> you know, he even po- he posted today on his timeline that Duke Johnson's his favorite player of all time, and then Brad Kaya <laughs> I think comes in a close second. Well, Larry, like yeah. you and I have talked, he has no idea about the yeah. former greats that came to that university. Somebody- I did read that, and I scratched my head a couple times. <laughs> Somebody's lacking a little depth and perception on the Hulk Kane's thing. I'm hey, sorry, Jordan. Hey, I'm going to bust your butt yes, right now. I'm 26. I'm 26. I was I was like nine years old when Ken Dorsey hung up his his helmet for the last time at the University of Miami. So, you know, they're the guys that I, uh, you know, they were the leaders of the teams that I was most emotionally invested in. So I'm not saying they're our best players of all time. I'm just saying like, like those are the dudes that I that I have, you know, like I cared about their careers the most here, and it's because I lived them. You know, I I remember following the recruitment of those guys. And then, you know, now I'm cheering for him, uh, you know, Duke in the NFL. And then, you know, uh, through fours up, we talk to Brad regularly. He's like, I'm still cheering for these guys on a regular basis, you know. So, Brad is underappreciated, though. Mr. Kaya oh, is definitely underappreciated. He did some great stuff when he was here. Sorry. You know, yeah. he really did. And last night they actually had uh, on the ACC Network, they, um, they had some games on last night. They had a 2013 Florida game um, down here. They had the West Virginia Bowl game, you know, his junior year. And uh, so it was it, literally it was good to start watching some football. I'm tired of going on YouTube or on my DVR and trying to find old games just to watch something. So at least there's some sense of normalcy coming back with the NBA. I don't know if anybody caught in the NBA yesterday, but at least it's the sense of normalcy seems to be coming, you know, slowly and slowly back. <clears throat> I would uh... – you know, this is always people like to do this. I don't get all hung up in this, but the greatest hurricane of all time. Be interested to see different people's perspective on that. Uh, those are the things you can expect to hear right, right here on uh, on Kane Gang Fridays from one to two on Slam Radio. So we are. Uh, I don't know. I'm pretty pumped for you guys. Congratulations. I know we're pumped. I mean, I, I, yeah. it I might not sound it right numb. now, but Jordan's like deep numb. down, my chest is beeping. <laughs> like, Jordan, Jordan's numb. <laughs> Jordan's numb right now. I am. I can't. I can't feel my feet. All right. Well, congratulations, guys. <laughs> Hit to the appreciate social media it. airwaves. Let the world know we made it. Man, we appreciate it, man. We give a shout out to you guys all the time, man. Like Amigo, you're great. Frank's my boy, man. Frank does. 
Frank does tremendous work behind the scenes, man. Oh, but uh, Matt, shout out to you guys, guys, man. Underrated. My dog. All I do is give this guy credit, <laughs> and he's still underrated. So he's the best. Yeah, man. Well, check us out on Fridays 1 to 2, the Kang Gang Show with DC and J-Man. Yep. Thanks, guys. Wow. Derek gets it, bro. Derek, hold on a second. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wow. Nah, where did that come it. from, D? Bro, who's this guy? Derek gets it, boy. What's up with that? Let's go, baby. Let's go. Hey, real quick, shout out to my cane boys, La Familia, all them guys down in the 305. Love you guys, man. We love you too, man. Michael Irvin, the greatest cane of all time? Negative. <laughs> quickly, who's your greatest cane? I don't want to hear Jordan's because he's going to tell me Brad Kyle. <laughs> Oh, all right, on, you guys man. might not like this, but I'm, I'm going to be real. My favorite cane of all time, Dan Morgan. Wow, that that's pretty cool. Unexpected. That's Holy pretty cow. cool. It that's is. pretty cool. I don't wow. think I have an. I mean, think about it. The that. only oh. player in college football history to win all three defensive awards in the same year. That's very true. Wow. Good. Wow, I give it up to you on that one. Even though Vince Wolfork, like like emotionally and personally, Vince Wolfork will always be my favorite player. But, like, from what they did at the University of Miami, Dan Morgan, hands down, was the best player. So the greatest have. Miami Hurricane of all time is a lot different in my book than who my favorite Miami Hurricane is of all time. There you go. My favorite, exactly. there is no doubt he'd kill me if I didn't say it was him, Melvin Bratton. Melvin's my boy. Mel B, I've known Mel B for too long. Mel B was a college student when I met him. That's how long ago I met Mel B. He, he was young, too. He wasn't even like I thought you were going to say Rohan Marley, you know, the guy Rohan, from the Palmetto. The, the crazy man <laughs> from the Palmetto. Uh, Rohan's in that definite Mount Rushmore. I don't do Mount Rushmore anymore, according to my according my, to my people. I have people now. Well, I don't when know you, if you know. Fizzle the original Mount Rushmore, you can't make a Mount Rushmore about different things. I know, but 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 I'm not I'm not allowed to do Mount Rushmore. Everything's Amigos top five now. Got you. Okay. So he makes my Amigos top five for all for there sure for Shizu my <laughs> Nizu. All right, gentlemen, enjoy. Thank you so much. Appreciate it, guys. Y'all have a good one. All Take right, care, brother. Thanks, guys. Oh, Dan Morgan, boy. That guy was a freaking animal. Out of Coral Springs. Made it to the uh, UM Hall of Fame. You're on air, bro. Ha, 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 ha. You're on air. I don't get it, apparently. <laughs> Maybe now he understands he was on air. I shared, it's crazy man from the Bob Man. I shared this story with Derek recently. About one year, I am heading north on the Palmetto Expressway. And it was a Friday afternoon, and the next day was going to be an epic UMFSU matchup. Frank Costa was the quarterback, and the team wasn't playing quite as well as the uh, Canes teams of the past. But there were some greats on that team, and that defense was crazy. And uh, so was a young Larry Milian. So Larry Milan had next to him in the car. Uh, you ever seen the Ghostbusters where they put the line? I had made something about, you know, with the FSU and the line through it, and they made like 100 copies of it. Like the circle with a cross, like the no smoking sign pretty exactly. much? Exactly. So I had that next to me, and I had the newspaper from that day. Mm -hmm. And on the sports section, on the freaking cover of the Miami Herald, they had the the three-named quarterback from FSU. I don't know if it was Peter Tom Willis or or one of the clowns with three names. You know, they had a few of those guys. Yes. One of the characters with three names, uh, and they had him on there. And as I'm on the Palmetto going north, back in the old days, the on-ramp to the 836 was a little different than it is today. Uh-huh. Um, but as they're coming in, I see these two huge buses riding next to me. As we, you know, Even before I get to Northwest 25th Street, and I look, and I notice that on a bus, they have the U, and one of them says offense, and one of them says defense. So I slow down enough to get in front of the defensive bus. It's a true story, by the way. This is 
essentially, this is how I met Rohan Marley. Um, and all of a sudden, I start driving like a typical Miami guy, only in Dade, of course. Shout out to our boys, only in Dade, with my knee. Yeah. So I'm steering with my knee, honking the horn and getting their attention. Uh-huh. And when a few of them look, I start flashing the U. Mm-hmm. So they point, and a few of them come around. When the few of them come around, I see them. I go, oh, I'm going to play up to this. So all this time I'm driving, I'm not going fast. They're not going fast either, but it's a little treacherous. I grab one of those papers of the FSU, and I put it up, and I go like this. Mine, they're still driving, and they're looking at it, and I go, and I rip it up, and I throw it in the air. And there's three or four of them go, yeah, you can tell that they celebrate it, right? Look, there was no cop behind you. You got a littering oh, ticket. Oh, God, it was terrible. No, I didn't throw it out. I kept it in the room, in the car. Well, you threw it up in the air. I threw it up in the air. Right? Oh, in the car. In the car. Okay. So then the next thing is I see a few of them are coming over, toward, leaning towards the side to see what the hell I'm up to. And I grab the newspaper. And when I grab the newspaper, I put it up to them, and then I start pointing at them. And I start shaking the newspaper, and I start pointing at the man, and I shake the newspaper more, and then I grab the picture of the quarterback, and I rip it into shreds, throw it in the air, my best Ric Flair. These guys go bananas. <laughs> bananas in the bus. I'm running out of space, actually not really aware that they're going to Shula's right away. It didn't dawn on me immediately. Um, then I had, do you remember those old shades that you would put in front of the car to keep the sun out? Of course, I have one up still. I still use those old school shades. Dear God. No, I'm, 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 I'm not even lying to you. My, I, mine is of the king. It's colored, it's slashed and everything, but it's been holding on four cars strong. So. You were saying? I grabbed this thing from my windshield. I took it off its suction cups. And these guys are going nuts. And as I'm driving, I grab it and I slide it open. And I show them like this and I start shaking it. And when I start shaking it, I just throw it in the air. And once again, I throw my arms in the air, and these guys are going bonkers. <laughs> I see them get off on Miami Lakes Drive, and I go, hmm. I go, could they be going to Shulu's? I get off the highway. I drink that shade with me. I go and I park. Mind you, I'm in a shirt and tie. Uh-huh. I'm coming from work. And they park to get ready to come out and walk into the, into the hotel. So when they do that, I park my car off to the opposite side. I grab my shade. Mm-hmm. I put on my shades, which are my sunglasses, and I walk over to them, and I slide that thing open, and I carry it, and I start just, like, total fan. I'm the only guy there doing it. Of course. Mind you, the Canes were not in the best place here. Like, Canes fans weren't happy. I believe they may have had two losses going into this game. It was very atypical of the Canes, unlike these years. (laughs) And when the defensive bus parks, the door opens. The first person out of the bus is number two, Rohan Marley. And Rohan sees me, and he starts cracking up. And I see him look back into the bus and go, Warren, look over here, man. This is the crazy man from the Palmetto. <laughs> and I, I'm dying laughing when he says this. You know you're nuts when a football player is calling Call you, you crazy. Right. I'm dying laughing, and he comes out, and I've got my. Now, at this point, I got closer to them because, like Rohan said, this, like, oh, I got to get close to these guys. Warren Sapp, who's known to be kind of a jerk sometimes, right? He's never been a jerk with me, I got to be honest. Most of the time. Much less this time. Warren comes out. Warren is just cracking up when he sees you. Yo, man, come over here. Give me some love, bro. You, you got it right. And he, <laughs> he gives me a hug. He goes, give our quarterback some love. And then Frank Costa's walking away with earphones, 
walk in and I start screaming, Frank, Frank, love you, bro. You're a king. You're with us. Don't listen to anything. You're going to win this. You got this. And he looks at me and he goes like this. He's like, yo, what's up with this goes like this to my head. He goes, yo, man, you're the best. You're the best. And Rohan, crazy man from the Palmetto. Years later, I hit radio. And I find a way to him. And I send him a letter. And I say, yo, man, how you doing? My name is this and this. I work on 790 The Ticket. I do a show called The Dos Amigos Show. Blah, 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 blah. I'm not really sure if you remember who I am or not. But the one time I followed your bus to Shula's before an FSU game. I did, wasn't, like, I didn't get into all the specifics. I didn't say crazy man from the Palmetto. The first thing I did not say was... And he writes back to me. He goes, you the crazy man from the Palmetto? <laughs> <laughs> I said, yep. How he many goes, years later is this? This was, so you got to imagine, that thing happened. If you look up, that's a probably a 94 matchup between FSU and Miami. It was here, obviously. Right. Um, and Costa wins a night game unexpectedly over FSU. They played dynamite that night. Now, they didn't have a great season after that, but... They, their shining moment was how they beat these clowns. Um, and I... It was 34-20. Yes, that was... Well, am I right about 94? 94. So, dude, my career starts in 06 on the air. So this is 12, 13 years later. Like, Rohan's in Jamaica selling coffee when I reach out to him about this. And we have become boys. That's, That's why awesome. I co make the comment about Amigos Top 5. Right. I should come out with my amigos' top five favorite games player. How about Heat players? Hmm. Bimbo Coles is on my top five. No. Only because of his name. No. Dwayne Wade in your top five? Dwayne Wade is my number one. LeBron James in your top five? Yes. Good job. Yogurt is in there. Lots of warning? Yes. That's three. Timmy Hardaway? No. Oh. I got I got dissed by Tim Hardaway one time. So, so you're done. Hardaway's a jerk. Five, top ten. Kind of a jerk. Nowhere. Bro, we ran into him at Coco Plum, bro. Like, I'm like 10 years old. We see him. I'm wearing a Hardaway Team USA jersey. And I walk up asking him for to sign. I, don't, I think I had asked him to sign something. He's like, don't you see I'm playing with my kid? I'm like, all right, whatever, bro. Never cheered for that man again. You go, schmuck. Some people don't know. Whatever. So you say, okay, with the first three, I said. Shaquille O'Neal? No. Because they weren't here long enough, huh? Correct. That, and then I wouldn't be able to put Ronnie Cycli in my top five. You're going to put Ronnie Cycli yeah, before yeah, yeah. you put Glenn Rice in your top five? No, Glenn Rice is in G-Money, so then where does Chris Bosh fit? So where's Chris Bosh fit I in don't this think, I don't think he's in there. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, I'm just kidding. No, I have to play with the Ronnie Cycli oh thing. Of course, Chris Bosh is in there. But I have, I, have issues. I have issues, bro. I have easy. some favorite Heat players that I'm not going to make the list then. Where do you put P.J. Brown in there? P.J. Brown. What do you mean, P.J. Brown? Without P.J. Brown, there would be no Ward Flip. What are you talking about? Wade, he's the one that cut. He was the one Alonzo, that put the foot down Bosch, on Charlie Ward. Right, that same There's Charlie Ward five. that played that for, for FSC. Oh, Shaq, that same guy Ray right Allen, there. P.J. Tim Hardaway Brown. No, P.J. Brown. P.J. Bleepin Brown. Terrible. What do you mean terrible? I'm always kidding about the cycling thing. You got to put money, uh, uh, G money in there. But P.J. Brown, bro. You know we haven't talked about birthdays today. How about the general? Huh? The general. Who's the general? Sherman Douglas. Oh, I can't deal with you. I can't have this conversation. <laughs> Today is the NBA's birthday. 
I can't deal with you. I, I'm not even having this conversation with you. Freaking Sherman Douglas, this guy. But it's your top five. Why are you getting mad at me about my top five? It's top, not the best. Your top five sucks. Me. My top five is better. Whatever, Roke. Garbage. Whatever, Roke. <laughs> your top five sucks. Mine's better. <laughs> your text machine working. Frank, go make a sandwich. By the way, it's National Sandwich Day. Oh, no. que rico. You like that, huh? Mm-hmm. You know, as far as Canes are concerned, one of the most dynamic Canes players ever was a dude named uh, Al Blades. Mm-hmm. That guy was crazy. Mm-hmm. Entire family's crazy. They are not well. <laughs> no, no, not, not at all. That's exactly who I want playing not, defense not on all. my team. Not at all. Every one of their cousins, every, if their last name is Blades, Yeah, I was going to say, wait, your last name is Blades, you're in. You're recruited. I don't care Come how on. good you play, you're in. You have that gene. <laughs> <laughs> We need it's a not National Sandwich Day. I apologize. August is National Sandwich Month. Oh, my God. Reading is a terrible thing, Larry. Mm-hmm. Sandwich Month. So we got all month to celebrate sandwiches. That's phenomenal. One of my favorite meals. What's your top five best sandwiches? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So I've never chicken, had a, Chicken never tender had a, sub? Yes, yes. It has to be in there. But I've never had a Philly, like an official authentic Philly cheesesteak, so I'm not putting it on my top there. five. I'm going to clarify that Popeye's right Popeye's chicken sandwich in there. I never had it. I can't put it's that. It's pretty darn good. Chick-fil-A. Mm-mm. Not making my time. No five. way. Are you kidding me? Mm-mm. Wow. Did you know it was the NBA's birthday today? The NBA's birthday today. That's what I said earlier. Were you not paying attention? Yeah. 1949 they yeah. were born. Did you know? You didn't know. I, 71. I didn't know until this morning. 71 years old. I didn't know until this morning. Pretty funny. Italian BMT has to be up there. What do you mean, no? no? Tuna sandwich has to be in there? Tuna subs might work. Tuna sandwich might work. But that Publix chicken sub, boy. It's a t- it has to be the, t- chicken, the chicken tender, tender sub, though. Yes, it is. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one. It's fire. It's total fire. Oh, Lily, I can't eat anything. My stomach is tired. No, what fragile. is going on with my know. stomach? By the way, I weighed myself. I'm skinny, bro. Dude, I weighed 188 pounds this morning. So I was going through a whole bunch what of... What the food? hell happened? I'm, I'm, I, all this quarantine, all this eating... I gained one pound in five months. I was going through a whole bunch of videos on my phone because I'm trying to clear space because apparently my iPad told me that I was run that I had run out of iCloud space. Um, oh, boy, I saw a that. picture of you of August. I think it was August 30th of 2018. Good lord, it looked like he ate million. And I had already started losing weight by then, brother. I August 30th. That's my 50th birthday party. I had dropped 25 pounds already. Well, then it was the 29th. It was the day before the That's party. what I'm saying. Well, I mean, the one day I didn't drop it. was a it. video of you throwing the... Remember when you used to throw the, roll up the paper and then bounce it off the bookshelf to try to drop it in the basket? And that day I it made It was one basket. of those baskets. I can't believe we didn't film the day like, I made that basket. Of course, because that's the one that went in. Instagram gold. We would have been going back and back to it over and over again. <laughs> yeah. The World Health Organization says deli meats are toxic to your health. Did you know that? No. Deli meats? Well, that's they have why to they, be cooked. That's, that's why, why say, chicken tender sub rocks. Well, that's why they say pregnant women don't eat the the, um, the, the cold cuts and stuff like that. My that's wife did not eat one cold cut while she was pregnant the entire time. Cuts now, afterwards, now we're going like the firehouse subs. What about prosciutto? I'm allowed to have prosciutto. That's not necessarily a cold cut, is it? Not a huge fan, but yeah. It counts. So I'm being told I have to do a juice detox. I, I can't even drink water. I'm in a spot right now. Dude, I wonder if my gallbladder is saying no more. I don't know, man. Just not myself, but that's all right. You know, sometimes personal problems can exacerbate that. And I apologize once again to our listening audience. Not myself today. 
I'm going to bring it much stronger tomorrow. I promise that. Um, you know what's pretty cool, Frank? Didn't even talk about it. All my little stuff here, bro. I ordered stuff on the weekend. I'm going to be a social media guru, bro, but I haven't opened it. I've had it for two days and I haven't opened it. You know why? Why? The it's moment intimidated. the box got here, I got intimidated. You know me, don't you? Yeah. It's a dimmable ring light, universal phone holder, adjustable tripod stand. Best partner for a live stream. Where's the freaking selfie stick, though? I was told there was going to be a selfie stick in here somewhere. I may have to get one of those regardless. I don't know how that works. Yeah, the, uh, our, our, so our, I'm sorry. Our health conscious here at the, uh, at the station tells me prosciutto has way too much salt. Really? Uh, she also told me Gatorade has way too much salt. Except Gatorade is the only thing that settles my stomach. But I need, I need to consult with your health advisor to see if eating a whole avocado every single day is healthy for me. Because my wife is telling me that it's not. I'm telling you it's the healthiest fruit you can possibly eat. Does she know it was a fruit? It has a seed. So Did she know it was a fruit? Well, because it has a seed. Did she know it was a fruit? Yes, because it has okay. a seed. Okay. You never said yes. You just said because it has a seed. That means yes. So she knows. Yes. In fact, Evelyn was the one that taught me that. Anything that has a seed is a fruit. I will never be able to tell the difference between the two. Our youth always teaching us stuff. <laughs> so the answer is no, it's not really good for you to eat a whole avocado, kid. Oh, no. You know why? Because I think it's got, like, fatty acids. Let's see what I'm told as I wait. But it has, like, those fat. It has, like, good fats. Like the omega stuff. I don't know. I'm not versed on this. It has, like, those good fats. And it has a ton of fiber. has vitamin C. It has a whole bunch of vitamins. So in they it. recommend you eat half a, of one a day, but not a whole one, bro. But who excited out? Why am I excited out, though? Why carajo se come un avocado entero? I ate three this weekend. No, tú eres malo. I had, so, all right. So I did, the, the ones that Bree brought us, I made um, guacamole with two of them. No, no. My wife is like, oh, I'll have some. I ended up downing the entire thing on Saturday. And then when it went time to eat dinner, I wasn't hungry. Of course, because I swallowed two avocados the entire day. Welcome to then my yesterday, I cut one. World. We mashed some up for my daughters and introduced an avocado to my daughter. And I ended up downing the rest of it. Finished. She's like, what happened to your avocado? I couldn't see it in the refrigerator. I'm like, because I ate the entire I thing. I ate the whole darn thing. Oh, she told you something that's okay, not Okay, Frank the Tank. <laughs> His poor wife. <laughs> hey, look, she did one of these things. I'm like, oh, how many points? Because I'm a picky eater. How many points would you get? There was 24 items on the list. She said she wouldn't eat 21 of the 24. Are you kidding me? So she's a picky eater? Picky ass eater, bro. So I told her, I said, look, avocados are good for you. Let's try to implement this. I put a little bit of salt on it, a little bit of oil to try to maybe mask them at the taste. She, you know, know her answer? She goes, this tastes like tree. <laughs> this is the same person that tells me that she thinks that tomatoes taste like ground. Come on, man. I can't, I can't win with this one. Remember, I have, a, I have a thing. I don't necessarily make fun of Jen. Yeah. Because <laughs> these are her fertile years, and I just never know. And because these are her fertile years, bro, I'm not, I'm not risking it. I That's apologize. it. There's no more. Get fertile, only fertile. No more is coming. That's it. One and done. <laughs> we one and done. I don't want to sty. There's I, no more styes. I don't want to sty. That's all I'm going to tell you. One and done, bro. All right, coming up next, the youth. Your friend here says, picky eaters deny themselves of the earth's bounty. Oh, gosh. That sounds very philosophical of her. Wait till I do a podcast with Yendi Alvarez about health and all this stuff. I'm going to be the whooping boy of that damn thing because I had health. 
They'll be like, so you can't eat salami? And she'd be like, no. I see you. Te veo mal. Well, I haven't been eating anything. I've been, for four days, my stomach's been failing me. Bro, where is everything? Failing me. And the gallbladder wants to give out. I hope not. I should be here tomorrow. Fighting a good fight. All right. Till then, I leave Amigos Army with some good stuff. I'm out of here. Shirt off. Peace. The views and opinions expressed on Good Morning Amigo are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.